This is the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. Make yourself comfortable and fasten your seatbelt. Tom and his guests are about to share powerful stories, trade business building insights, and have a few laughs. Tom created this podcast to help you captivate prospects and inspire them to act so you can get more clients quickly and easily. That's what powerful storytelling is all about. That's what this podcast is all about. So let's get this party started. Here's your host, Tom Ruich. Hello and welcome to the Story Power Marketing Show. My name is Tom Ruich and today's episode is called Why Marketing Should Be a Family Affair. My guest today is Brian Kurtz. In the world of direct marketing, Brian has seen and done it all. It is not overstatement to say Brian is a marketing legend. Brian Kurtz has had two careers. The first spanned 34 years as a force behind Boardroom Inc., an iconic publisher and direct marketing firm. As board, at Boardroom, Brian handled all marketing activities, including direct mail, direct response television, email, and other media. Brian is a mailing list master who is responsible for distributing more than 2 billion pieces of direct mail. Yes, billion with a B. His second- Didn't, didn't career, lick every stem. <laughs> you did not <laughs> lick every stem, that's correct. <laughs> His second career is as the founder of Titans Marketing, a direct marketing educational and coaching company, which he founded in 2015. At Titans, Brian continues to work with the best of the best. <laughs> Titans Marketing is known for two and soon to be three mastermind groups, an array of classic books and swipe files that Brian has republished and created, and he is the author of two books himself. During both careers, he has been a serial direct marketer with a foundation in the eternal truths and fundamentals of direct response, while also being committed to over-delivering almost over four decades. Brian Kurtz, welcome to the Story Power Marketing Show. Thanks. I, I love the title of this podcast. You know, the idea of story power is so powerful, you know, because I'm not a copywriter. Some yeah. people think I am because I talk about copywriting a lot and I work with the best copywriters in the world, which I guess makes me, I, it's like if you touch a copywriter, does that make you a copywriter? I don't think so. But, <laughs> right. um, but right. it's interesting because the idea of story is just so important in everything in marketing. And yeah. Um, so I love I love the name of it. And when you said, you know, Brian is a legend, whenever I hear that, I often think about the time when a company, and this is like probably 15 years ago, this yeah. company, Early to Rise, which was a division of Agora Publishing, uh, which is a big newsletter, direct response publishing company, they gave me a Lifetime Achievement Award. Uh -huh. Now, I always <laughs> believe that when you get a Lifetime Achievement Award, it's like a hint. It's like, yeah. get the hell out of our faces already. And go into the, you know, go into the sunset and play golf. Right. And so when I hear I'm a legend, I also think somehow somehow I equate that with a lifetime achievement award. Yeah. So you know what? I I the term that I love when people and I always I always get I get goosebumps when people call me an OG because I love that term, the original gangster. Yeah. And and now I'm thinking about doing a big event. <clears throat> next year which is the 10th anniversary of a big event i did 10 years ago 
Yep. And we were thinking of how to how to structure it. And I want to get like all the OGs again. We had all the OGs yep. at that event and people who are listening to this OGs like if you've heard of them, Dan Kennedy and Jay Abraham and Joe Sugarman, who's passed, unfortunately, yep. uh, Ken McCarthy, um, uh, Gary Bensavenga, just like amazing right. OGs of marketing and copywriting. And we have to combine the OGs and the NGs, the yeah. new gangsters. Right. And I guess that's kind of the crux of my career. You know, it's sort of like, you know, I'm, I'm a, I, I see myself as a bridge connecting those eternal fundamentals of direct response marketing that I learned in mostly in the 1980s and 1990s, which yeah. were invented way before that. I wasn't yeah. alive. Um, yeah. And then I'm the bridge between that and everything that's state of the art today, including yep. what you're doing in story, including product launch formula, including, you know, quiz funnels, including click funnels, everything that's state of the art today in marketing. And being a bridge is, is kind of like, as long as it's not a rickety bridge and as long as it's a solid bridge, I, 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 I kind of embrace that role of yep. being, you know, and so that's kind of what my what I'm all about these days. It's sort of like I, I haven't I've never invented anything, but I've adapted. I've I'm 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 a dinosaur chameleon, I guess. Well, and you you understand so well what works and why it works, and you're a great teacher, and you're a great. Well, thank you. I appreciate and, that. And, and you don't call yourself a copywriter, but you're a great writer. Your your book Over Deliver is a fantastic book. Your blogs are fantastic, and Thank you. and so people people feel connected. People learn. Uh, you know, I talk all the time about uh, about Eugene Schwartz. When people uh, tell me they're suffering from writer's block, I will always answer that by quoting Eugene Schwartz, who said, copy is not written, copy is assembled. And that uh, that line, I forget if that line is from the the speaking that he was doing that you package with with, uh, yeah, yeah. with uh, breakthrough advertising when you sell the book or whether that's in the book itself. But he said it, book, actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he said it, and it really is a fundamental idea behind what I teach and what I do with my clients, which is if you discover the story and dig deep and really know what makes your market and your prospects tick, then you're gathering the building blocks that you need to assemble content. And assembling content is a craft that it anyone is. can learn and anyone can master. It's not a magic art where you have to sit in front of a blank screen thinking once upon a time, now what? And or you can just, you can just go to chat cheap. You go to chat GPT and have it invented for you. But interesting, exactly. that's a really important, that's a really interesting uh, angle on that, Tom, because when, when Gene talked about assembling copy, I also, there's another angle to it, which was one of the stories I tell is like, he, he, wrote, he wrote packages for us at Boardroom. And yep. when I would give him a book, like a health book, and I'd say to him, you know, write a, a, a direct mail package for this book. His first question was always, what's not in the book? And yeah. I'm like, wait a minute, it's a 550 page encyclopedic health book from medical experts. I'm not saying everything is in the book, but what do you mean what's not in the book? And he said, look, Brian, the stuff in the book I can write you know, good copy from. I'll, I'll, I'll call it out. That's the assembling copy. I'll take, I'll take something in the book from a doctor. 
I'll create a fascination that will lead to that piece in the book. And that's how he would write the bullet points and all of that. But he, he would always like challenge the client that what, when he says what's not in the book, it's like, do you have everything that's as cutting edge as it can be? Yeah. Have you gone deep with the topic? So say you have a section in the book on heart disease um, and there's all kinds of tips and things that are in there from doctors and all that. But what's happened since the book was published? Yeah. You know, what new studies are out there? Um, and so, and also, he also was a big fan of saying, you know, what's on the cutting room floor? Yeah. Um, I tell a story about Paris Lampropoulos, who was one of the great copywriters who I work with at Boardroom. And Paris was going to write a, a promotion for a health newsletter, a naturopathic from a naturopathic physician. And he said, Brian, I can't write. I can't write a package for this. It's this stuff's too boring. It's everything that we know already. It's magnets. Right. It's it's you know eat and exercise, eat 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 vegetables and exercise. It's like there's nothing cutting edge. So I said, hmm, that's a good point, Paris. So he said, can I? So he said he he took it on himself. This is what a, this is what a great copywriter does. A great copywriter yeah. goes in search of the story to assemble copies. As yeah, I'm going exactly. off on a tangent off of what you started this conversation on. And Paris said, can I talk to the editor of your newsletter? And also to the doctor. We had a guru doctor. And what he found out is that the guru doctor was submitting some cutting edge stuff. And the editors were being overly cautious and conservative. They weren't. Um, they, they, would, they would basically scrap the best stuff, put it on the cutting room floor, never to be published. Now, of course... Some of it was a little controversial, so there might be a reason to cut it. But what Paris encouraged the editor to do, he said, well, that, that particular study, you, 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 did, you, you nixed it because you thought it was too controversial. But I think there might be a new study on that. Why don't you go dig a little more, go find, this is about not just curating copy, but basically digging deep to find yeah. out, what, this is like what's not in the newsletter, what's not in the book. Yeah. And so- we were able to basically revitalize some stuff that was nixed. We brought it forward and it was the most cutting edge stuff if we were able yep. to find the backup for it. And of course, how did that help Paris? Paris then had the best uh, copy that he could write to introduce that study or that cutting edge uh, piece of information. So yeah. it's kind of like working backwards. And that's what Gene, that's a part of what Gene meant, even though, he wasn't specifically talking about that, but because he always told me what's not in the book when I gave him yeah. a book to write, I always, I always saw that as one of the, that, that's the copyright. The copywriter's job is not to, and Gene does say this in Breakthrough Advertising, the copywriter's job is not to create desire. The desire is already out there. Yeah. It's to kind of find out where it's sitting and how to make it sing. And that's a lot of times through story as, as you, as you teach. Exactly. Yeah, we 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 don't create desire. We tap desire. That's on the very first page of the first paragraph of breakthrough advertising. And uh, I like to. So Yogi Berra uh, grew up here in St. Louis, five miles from where I'm sitting at oh, this wow. very moment. And and I know you're a huge baseball fan and a baseball umpire, so I know that that resonates with you. And uh, but uh, Yogi has a, a famous, you know, not so famous actually, but one of the Yogiisms that's less well known is one that I love to cite. 
and then tie it to Gene Schwartz saying that we don't create desire, we tap it. Yogi says, if someone doesn't want to go to the ballpark, how are you going to stop them? And, right. you know, what, what he's effectively saying is we can't convince people to have a desire for something or to, no. uh, or to overcome some lack of desire. We just have to go out to the market and find them and understand yeah, what the desires are, what drives them and so forth. And then, and then assemble the copy around it. Exactly. Gene has yeah. another quote that's something like, you know, if you don't, if you don't spend time in the, in the, out in the world, you know, talking to your customers, talking to the people that yeah. will, might be your customers, you're finished. He, he, I think the way he phrased it, he goes, if you, if you don't do that regularly, you're finished as a copywriter, yep. as a marketer, as a human being, because exactly. you have no idea what's happening around you. And Gene proved it. I mean, he read, you know, scientific and academic journals all the way down to National Enquirer. He read right. everything. And his right. favorite magazine was National Enquirer because he wanted to know what what was happening in in the world and in, in America in particular. What was exciting what people? What yeah? What was exactly yeah. what what makes people tick? Right. Exactly, and and that's a great segue to something I heard your friend Jeff Walker say recently. I watched one of Jeff's videos and he was talking about uh, putting together the marketing for, I forget, an upcoming workshop or boot camp that he was putting together. And he said it's a similar, it's a reboot of something he had done a couple of years ago. But every time he relaunches something, he starts from scratch, he said. And the reason is because all of that stuff about his market, what makes his market tick, changes yes. month over month, year over year. And you know, the moment he was sitting there preparing for this launch, inflation was rampant. And you know, fear about wars in Russia and Ukraine and all whatever emotional triggers and things of, that are affecting the market, they're constantly changing. And, and you jokingly mentioned that, you know, people press the button on chat GPT. That's one of the best arguments that I've heard for, you know, look, you, you can go to chat GPT and ask it to do some market research for you. You can even ask it to write a rough draft, but you can't rely on it to really know what's happening in your market today. Right, right now and if you don't do the digging that we've been talking about with gene schwartz and jeff walker and all the greats with whom you've worked you know you're you're yeah. gonna get it half right and it's yeah, gonna be with, half good and, exactly and you're not no, gonna be the one who stands out right right and and I, you know i'm in jeff walker's uh mastermind for uh, mm -hmm. going on 10 years and it's interesting how they just because of what jeff said in that video and what we're talking about here it's why it's always the, the innovation that goes on. So he's got a mastermind of the best online launchers or mm -hmm. you know people who use product launch formula um, in the world. I mean, if they're that good, they're going to be in Jeff's mastermind for the most part. And so they, I remember even during the pandemic, because things were changing daily, um, they just did live launches. It was like they, anything... I mean, that just that just takes it to the max, right? You're going from right. pre-recorded video, pre-launch content, you know, three videos and then a webinar and whatever. They did the whole, there were people that are doing the whole thing live. Mm -hmm. And because that's what the times demanded in, mm -hmm. a, a, that's when things were changing, it seemed like by the minute, right? You know, um, 
and and it happens even during like um like a big um, financial uh, collapse, and you say, "Wow, I'm I'm going to market into a financial collapse." Well, you can still market into it, but you got to be aware of it. You have to. And the thing about the pandemic, which was interesting, and I I talked to a lot of people in March and April in, in 2020, including Jeff, including Frank Kern, many marketers, and what they were they were all saying similar things about. You don't want to make it the focal point, but to, to, to ignore it or to ignore it because you have pre-loaded content from six months or a year ago that mm-hmm. you think is great, which it is great probably, but it's not timely and it's not for the times. Right. So and there's always, and I remember in direct mail, in my direct mail days, it was always tricky to tie in current events because the, the lag time between, because you had to print something mm. with direct mail, you print it, there's a lag time of six months. And then six months from now, if you have something current six months ago, it's not going to be current. So the idea, I remember um, Bill Bonner at Agora would always try to work in something that was current events that would probably not change by the time they mailed. Yeah. That's risky. That's risky business. You don't have to worry about that with, with online marketing. And that's exactly. why you know I adapted like a fish to water when this internet thing came along. Yeah. Um, which we'll catch on at some point. It will when, someday. <laughs> someday. And when I, when I, you know, when I was thinking about, you know, when the, when when email marketing started and and online marketing and email newsletters and all of that, I remember so many people in my world of direct mail in the eighties and nineties were just scared, and they ran scared. Mm-hmm. They 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 said, "Oh, direct mail is never going to die. It hasn't died." but it's a different medium now. It's still very, very successful, but it's used differently. But yep. they, they just wanted to stay in their, in, their, in their lane and they wanted to, you know, they were, they were looking at their retirement. And as opposed to me, I'm not saying I did it perfectly, but I've just became 100% student, but I'm yep. always a student and you are too, I know you are. So yeah. you have to always be a student. You said, I'm a good teacher. The best teachers are also the best students. So yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, just, I just embraced the internet as the ultimate direct response medium. I mean, yeah. I'm, gonna get res- I'm gonna get response in 10 minutes instead of 10 months. Wow, yeah. that's cool. Now, of course, yeah. I also had the discipline of statistically significant results, which right. I, I teach to online marketers, you know, not to jump the gun on limited results and, you know, recency bias and, all the things that could get you in big trouble because you mm-hmm. are able to get results in real time very, very quickly because they have to stand the test of time. And the test of time for direct mail would be a year until you see the renewals or you see the rebuys and see that. You can do that probably in a month or two months in, in the online world, but you still have to be a little patient. And that's, that's the right. thing that I try to teach the online marketers who have the skill, they have the dexterity, they know how to do it, but they are impatient. Generally, not everybody, but they can be impatient. So the idea of getting statistically significant data that you can roll out with a winning promotion, a winning package, whatever, um, still takes a little time, um, but it's nothing like we had to wait. And that's what makes it so exciting. But you can make a lot of mistakes by jumping the gun on, on results that are you know, um, not, not steeped in significance and enough, um, 
uh, enough data that that really stands you know enables you to make predictions for the future exactly and that that distinction between the quick the quick hit the longer play that that ties to the backstory of this episode and this episode really came to be when you at your great titans accelerator mastermind of which i'm a member uh, a, a very a very uh a very uh, enthusiastic and participating member well, thank you. Yeah. And, and uh, if you're going to be in the room, participate, right? Exactly. Uh, you're not the, <laughs> we know you're not the smartest in the room. None of us are. But exactly. if you, you have to be able to contribute to connect with the room. And so right. contribute. I always say everybody on that screen, on that Zoom screen, the Titans Accelerator. Yeah. Sometimes we have 100 people. On, it's not on one screen even. And, you know, everybody knows everything about this much. And for those of you just <laughs> listening, my thumb and my index finger are about three inches apart. Everybody knows everything about this much. So if you can constantly, regularly share that in the right rooms and the right Zoom screens, yep. um, that's going to propel. It's like I always say when, you, when, you, when, you're, when you're at a seminar and it's interactive and you're at a mastermind and it's interactive, if you're going to say something, move the room, like move the yeah. room along. You don't, have to, yep. you don't have to dazzle the room. You don't have to show off to the room but move the room along with what yep. you know so that other people can build on it. It's, it's a, that's what masterminding is all about. It's you know? cumulative. It's, it's, it's group exactly. genius. Yeah. 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 And, and, and so for those who don't know about Titans accelerator, it's a, a program where you roughly on average three times a month, Thursday two, two, morning. Yeah. Minimum two calls a month. We've had as many as four calls in a month. Yeah, exactly. And, and you have magnificent guests. Uh, there's great breakout sessions. So it has qualities of a great networking and, event. And hot seats too. And hot seats. And, and so it's, it's appropriate to call it mastermind because everybody's contributing group genius. There are hot seats, but there are also great guests. And what, what's really remarkable is that your guests come on and and i've been in other places where guests come on and they were booked for a half an hour and 29 minutes after uh, you know they start they're like okay i'm i'm out of here time's up right. everybody but um you i'm in central time zone and so these these things run they're 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 supposed to be for two hours and over at, at noon but you have guests who will go on and on and on and and i um, I, I say to the i say to the whoever's still left on the call should we cut this off? And they say, no, no, no. They, yeah, you know, because exactly. yeah. it's all valuable and, and we record them and then they go into a portal and we also send out a USB once a month with all of the calls on it. And I think that makes it so that, okay, so if you don't want to stay on, you'll be able to get the rest of the call. I, I yeah. look, I'm my Thursdays when I'm doing the Titans accelerator call, my day is shot anyway, I'm right. know, in a good way. So right. I might as well, you know, I mean, I remember Joe Polish was on once and he went on and all great stuff. He just wrote a book. What's in it for what's in it for them. Yeah. Um, and if you know, Joe Polish, he can talk, but he's so engaging and so um, such an amazing human being. Yeah. And I remember we were supposed to, um, we were supposed to adjourn at one o'clock. I think we went to like two fifteen. I was going to say, I think yeah. that it, it lasted for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was, was phenomenal. I was exhilarated. I mean, right. and, you know, we started with a hundred people on the call. By the time he was done, there were probably 28 on the call. 
those 28 had a great time. And the yeah. others, the other, you know, uh, uh, 72 or whatever, um, who, who peeled off at some point, they'll get the rest of the call. They get so the recording. I just yeah. don't, I'm, I'm a content junkie, you know, I'm just a content junkie. Yeah. And, you know, if people have stuff to share, um, I'm not going to cut them off. Now, when you're at a live mastermind, which I, I've done, I do those too. It's a little more difficult because, you know, you're on a schedule, you have lunch, you have, um, yep. you know, uh, uh, you have to have pee breaks, all that kind of stuff. So it's, it's, um, but even there, like I, I always like, I, it's like Dan Kennedy used to say, oh, I don't, don't go to, you don't go to a seminar to go to the bathroom, do you? You know, so it's <laughs> exactly. like, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm bad like that. But if, if I have, I'm, I'm good, I'm good in that I'm bad in that yep. I'm just trying to over deliver on the content, over deliver on the experience. And some people, you know, it, it's too much. Yeah. Hang up. You're yeah. allowed. Yeah. Well, well, we'll talk about over deliver in a minute, but I want to go back to one of the Titans meetings that we had where you had Ben Settle. And yeah. Ben Settle is a great emailer, teacher. I, I think he's probably, if you had to pick one person who understands the psyche of email marketing, yeah. even if, and, and I know you're going to get to this, but, you know, he has his own style. He's an acquired yep. taste because, you know, he doesn't suffer fools gladly. I know you're going to talk about that in a minute. But um, but the beauty of Ben Settle is that he he trains his list to buy from him because, you know, they 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 would die for him. And yep. that's a, 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 an amazing talent. And he's, he's yep. really a copywriter at heart. But, um, yeah, he. And, and I've had him on, I think, three times on Accelerator right. over the years. Yeah, yeah and, and that's exactly what, what was going on in this conversation when he was at Titans. He was talking about his approach and how he's very strict in terms of compliance. If, you know, if you, uh, he'll, he'll kick people off the list. He, he is very deliberate about who he allows on the list and he doesn't suffer fools. And, and if you don't follow his rules, you are kicked off the island. And now, but part that doesn't of that mean, is, though, he doesn't accept trolls. He doesn't, not a troll. He, he accepts disagreement. Indeed, like if you disagree yeah. with him, he doesn't kick you off. But right. if you're impolite, if you're if you're rude, if you're yep. um, um, if you he has some he had one that he did, which I thought was I wouldn't have done this. But he was promoting uh, a program that I had, the Titans of Direct Response, which was an event I did in 2014. And I had all the videos and swipe files, everything from that event. And he sold it to his list. And I think one person um returned it and and he and he not only kicked that person off the list he made an example of them in an email saying anybody who and he, and he was he, he thought he, he was protecting me and my product but i didn't need it but he mm -hmm. just does it because he it helps him um be totally congruent with his brand he said right. this is the top direct marketers presenting on the fundamentals of direct response on and you're on my list and you bought it and you returned it because you you didn't think it was worth it get off my list yeah and he used that as a as a kind of a teaching moment not so much you know it wasn't the, it wasn't the two thousand dollars that got refunded that mattered to me or him but he right. used it as a as a as a topic of 
you know, if you're going to be on a list, if you're going to be part of a, a community, participate. Um, when, when, when you buy something that's recommended by the host, it's yeah. not recommended frivolously. So take it seriously. So he did a whole lesson on that. And I thought it was brilliant, uh, you know, yeah. even though I wouldn't have done that myself. Exactly. Um, that, approach, that approach is not for everyone, but it's a deliberate, strategic, smart approach that works for Ben Settle and works for others who exactly. want to adopt that approach. And and in the call on Titans, he was describing the fact that what he is doing in building his world is building a tribe of warrior followers. He called yeah. it warrior followers. And then he pointed to you and he said, you're doing it a little different, Brian, but it's equally valid and equally effective. You treat your followers like family. And I wrote to you after that session and said, I loved how Ben made that distinction, warrior versus family. And I think it's an apt and accurate description of what you do and what, what I do. I don't, I don't quite take that aggressive approach that Ben Settle does. Uh, I am more in your camp, Brian. And again, it, it's not either or. We'll, we'll get not, to that. Never either or. I mean, I, yeah. I would say that if, you, if you're really into selling more in your email, I would, I would, I would definitely tout Ben's, um, Ben's uh, philosophy way over mine. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm the guy that's getting rich slowly. Uh, <laughs> not that he gets rich fast, yeah. but he basically he pounds you a little bit with yep. with stuff. But it's all relative. It's all related to what he teaches. It's all related. Mm -hmm. He does. He doesn't like. He doesn't. He's not an affiliate for everything by by any means. So right. he is basically teaching educational stuff. And the other thing that I, I remember I called him on that when he said, I have a family and he has warriors. I called him on it and I said, I, I said to, the, to, to everybody in Titans Accelerator, I said, you know, Ben, ben makes out to be being this tough guy, but he's got a heart of gold and he's like yeah, a softy underneath. Yeah. And so, and I, I, I actually, he's got his own warrior family. You know, look, right. warriors, warriors go home to their families, right? Just sure. like, families go home to their families. So yeah. I, I kind of like made, drew the Venn diagram where we're similar, yeah. but his approach, and, and the thing is my, my approach is sort of like, you know, the director of sales prevention and his is the director of sales maximization. And yeah. I, but I'm not, I'm not preventing sales forever, but right. I'm not, I'm not like pounding to get this, unless I have a date, like, I have this over deliver boot camp coming up in two weeks. I need to get people to sign up now. That's different. Yep. But if I have a book like Breakthrough Advertising, which I sell, people can buy it whenever. So I'm not like into the urgency stuff. And I got to tell you, you know, that stuff works. I mean, urgency works. You know, that's one of the premises behind Product Launch Formula and Jeff Walker. Sure. You know, you have whether you have a ticking clock, countdown clock. Of when when the when the offer is going to close, I'm more like an open book. I'm more like you know you you won't get these bonuses and this particular offer after this date. But if you want to join after this date, I'm not going to close it for a year. I did it originally like that, but I'm just not interested in that. I'm just my my approach is when you're ready to. You know, it's sort of like the Dean Jackson approach. Dean Jackson, great great marketer, email, <laughs> and Dean Jackson says, you know, I'm here. When you're ready, come on in. Yeah. And so 
and he has a, he has the super signature under every email where yep. he says, you know, um, if you ever want to work with me, email me at you know whatever. Um, yep. So it's con- he's constantly selling himself and his services, but he's not selling it with ur- with urgency and with like uh, um, that you're gonna you're gonna die if you don't buy it today. Right, which is legitimate. I mean, I'm not I'm not putting any kind of sales yeah. uh, methodology down here. Everybody, and, he, and as you said at the beginning, it's it's like consistent with who Ben is, just like right. you and I are consistent. And being consistent, I wrote, I wrote a blog post this past Sunday, and mm-hmm. I it was a I try it was like a semantic argument, and I didn't think I could pull it off. But the feedback I got was pretty good. I got yeah, feedback about from authenticity, people, right? Like yeah. from Bob Berg, the Go Giver, and a few amazing yeah. people gave me incredible feedback. And the distinction that I drew was being authentic and being consistent. Yeah. To me, authenticity is bullshit. If you're if you have to think about being authentic then you're not authentic to begin with. So right. the idea of like when someone's speaking at a conference and they're up on stage, whoever's sitting next to me always seems to want to whisper to me, oh, wow, she's so authentic. I said, well, shouldn't she be? Isn't that who she is? Right. Consistency though, in your messaging, in your, that that to me is, is where the rubber hits the road. Yeah. Everybody can be, anybody can be, authentic is not learned. Being consistent while it shouldn't be learned might need to be. Because yeah. if you go out of consistency, it can really hurt you. Like I, yeah. I, I think I have an example. <clears throat> it was in a blog, but it might have been in, in my book. It was a guy who had a, a daily email. It was like daily. It was a self-improvement thing, personal mm-hmm. improvement thing. Very woo-woo. Very like, you know, here's the thought for the day. And he had a, had a good five. He had like 30,000 people on his list. In his online family, that's a real family, right? He's like right. talking about, you know, um, uh, being being observant of the world around you, all of that stuff, and basically making a plan for each day. It was like a daily email to plan your day accordingly. And he would do affiliates. So what affiliates would he do? He'd have a yoga program, which makes sense, right? A meditation program, maybe a nutrition offer because, you know, you got to eat right to be holy, spiritual and all that. One one time he took on a, a on a, an affiliate offer, and he had he had a reason for you can make a reason to do anything, um, but he had a reason for it when he said it was an offer for um, a real estate investing offer for flipping houses. Mm-hmm. So basically, you know, a way to buy properties and then flip them for profit. His thinking was, well, most of my guys are woo woo. They're they're probably not that they're not making a living but they're probably not multi-billionaires for the most part. So mm. getting some money on the side would be useful to them. So therefore he justified um, this real estate investing offer to his his spiritual audience. Mm-hmm. And he got like a third of the people unsubscribing when he offered Wow, it. right. And the thing, yeah. he just didn't anticipate the fact that his congruency and yep. his consistency, even when he sold other products on the outside, was what they came for. Yeah. And so as soon as and and that's what you and I I think have in our in our list. If I if I created um a, a, a multi-level marketing offer and sold it as an affiliate to my list, I'd get a ton of unsubscribes. They'd right. say you're full right. of shit Brian, you're you're a hypocrite whatever. But I wouldn't do it anyway because I'm not interested in that area. Yeah. My 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 family only gets educational material 
that I don't get an affiliate commission for. Right. And I usually extend a discount to them. That's a better discount than anybody can get because I give right. up my affiliate commission to do that. That's my that's that's my philosophy. That's my congruency. That's my consistency. I'm not saying it's the best. I'm not saying it's right. And as you said already, it's not an or, it's an and. You can do a lot of different things. It's yep. not either or. But when you're in one camp or another and you're expanding that camp and you're kind of figuring out what kind of copy to write to them and you do this wonderfully in your e- in your email. It's like stay it, I hate the term lane because it sounds like a political thing now. What yeah. lane is that candidate in? Right, but it's right. like stay in your lane. Yeah. Um, and the lane can get a little wider at times, but when it goes from you know a yoga offer to a real estate investing offer, you're out of your lane. So that's yeah, a- and it, it, it's not just the particulars of the offer, it's the manner in which you present exactly. and the manner in which you talk about it. So, you know, for example, today's email, I, I wrote an email today to my list talking about the fact that I'm about to interview you. And in that email, I promote the fact that you wrote a great book, Over Deliver, that you have a boot camp coming up called the Over Deliver Boot Camp, that you have this great mastermind, Titans XL. And it was authentic because I'm consistent. I was talking about it in you're the also, way that you're, I that talk. You're a member. It's the Victor Kayam thing. I, I, right. I bought Remington Razor because I'm a customer, right? Right, right exactly. And, yeah, and, and but nobody's ever going to fall. That's always consistent. Yeah. And, and so I'm always talking to my list the way I talk to my list. I treat them like family. I care about them. And you're authentic I, and you never had to think about being authentic either. Exactly. But consistency is key. Yeah. And that's, and that's one of the gripes that I have with, I, with some of the affiliate marketers out there. Now, affiliate marketing, the notion of I'm going to promote something and, and I'm going to be upfront about the fact that, hey, I get a, a commission for promoting this. And that's a, a perfectly valid business model. A lot of people do it. But what I see too many people doing is they will sign up to be an affiliate for some guru's offer. The guru provides swipe copy for the offer. And then the affiliate literally is cutting and pasting stuff that somebody else wrote. And it's clear that it's not them, it's not their voice. And so you're getting emails from them and having an ongoing conversation with them in their voice. And then out of the blue comes some sales copy written by somebody else. And it's so clear and it's inconsistent, thus inauthentic. We we could never do that. You know, it has to be, you know, in fact, what I do is when when I'm promoting something that I'm giving away the affiliate commission as a discount and all of that, I, I take a look at the person's swipe copy sure, just to get some information. I, don't, I hardly use it. I mean, right. I just rewrite it because if, if I'm going to take somebody on to, to, to offer something to my family and I'm going to take on an offer that's not mine, first, I have to believe in it, as we already yep. discussed. And then once I believe in it, if I believe in it, I should be able to write about it just fluidly saying why you need to have it because either I have it already or I've learned it already, or the person who owns the the offer or the product or the course or whatever is someone yeah. I've learned from. They're a mentor or they're a student of mine or something like that. So, you know, you have to have a reason to do it. Now, the, the, the issue, again, as you said, it's like we don't want to sit here and say anything is wrong or bad. I know somebody who basically has a list 
um, they they the list is they 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 talk to the list in in a nice consistent way, but they will sell almost anything related to marketing, and basically it's a profit center. Affiliate marketing becomes a profit center for them. In fact, I, I know a story, and it was something that was congruent, but um, but I, I know a story of someone who promoted. Um, um, Marie Forleo has an amazing program mm-hmm. called B School, um, and it's for women, and it's all about you know running your business, and it's one of the best programs in the world for yep. for female business owners and entrepreneurs. And so I know somebody that promoted B School was was like Marie, one of Marie's best affiliates. On one launch, the affiliate made eight hundred thousand dollars net. You know that's a that's a profit center right. in your business. Yeah. Um, and so the thing is, that's why we can't sit here and tell anybody that something's wrong to do. That's right. not what we're saying. But I'll tell you that one that she didn't make eight hundred thousand dollars because it wasn't a, a congruent. It, it was an offer that appealed to this woman. It was another woman, woman yeah. entrepreneur promoting beast Marie Forleo's B school. And, and it was, it was totally geared to her audience. And that's why she made $800,000 on it. Yeah. And that's what it's all about. It's about that connection that you have with your family and, and speaking to them in that consistent way as you, and, and I don't want to go back down the, the chat GPT rabbit hole, but it's another reason that you shouldn't be pressing the button and taking copy that chat GPT generates and put that out there as yours, because at least for now, it's not congruent. It's not it's not going to be a consistent generator of, of you copy right. may get there and it will get there, but for now, uh, not so. So let we, we have, I just quickly, we have a guy yep. coming on this Thursday at Titans accelerator, yep. uh, Darby Rollins, uh, yep. who is incredible. I mean, and he's an AI expert and he's going to talk about all the reasons why AI ain't all that. I mean, right. not that he, he's not going to talk about it that way. AI right. is very important. It's, 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 it's critical that we all are using it, um, embracing it. Um, mm-hmm. But here's a guy who's an expert that's going to talk about all the aspects of the human being that we still need to be as we embrace AI. And I yep. love people like that. I love speakers like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's you know, the, the humans among us, are the ones who are going to stand out. Exactly. Yeah. And and so we've been talking about over deliver and the over deliver boot camp. I I want to hold up this book, my copy of the book Over Deliver. It it holds a prominent place on my shelf. I just bought another copy which I'm gifting to somebody uh soon. I'm not going to name oh, who I gifted to because uh it's a surprise. But um this is a a brilliant book. And later this month, for those who are listening around launch date, we're in June 2023. Later this month, you're launching a over-deliver boot camp where you're going to be walking through the book, extracting key principles from it, and helping those who participate in the boot camp, putting those principles into practice. Tell us a bit more about the boot camp. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. So I learned this concept from Jason Fladlian, who was a Titans Accelerator speaker. He did the, uh, he orchestrated, I think the largest launch ever online, at least there's no official record keeper here, 
but it was a $54 million launch in the crypto right. space a couple of years ago. And, um, and he's a magnificent marketer. I've known him for many, many years. And he came up with this concept. He didn't invent it, but he kind of was frustrated that people would buy books and they don't read them. You know, I mean, all the books back there, that's behind me. That's only like one section of five like that across this wall here. And, you know, I haven't read every book on my bookshelf. I've read pieces of almost every book or at least a chapter. But the thing is, he said, let's, he says every book should come with an E-class. And what mm -hmm. an E-class for him is like, it's a kind of like a not, a, not a book club, but you buy the book and with the book, you get walked through by the author, either chapter by chapter, concept by concept. And, and then with exercises, so the book becomes a utility. So, you know, turning a book into utility is kind of the, the key here. Look, I tell a lot of stories, uh, which I know you enjoy, Tom. I tell a lot of stories about my, my marketing history. I've done, I've been doing direct response marketing for over 40 years. Um, and it's not one year's experience for 40 years. Hopefully it's 40 years of cumulative experience, but the actual stories of different things of where I won, where I learned, remember you win or you learn, you never lose. So I right. win and I've, I've learned a lot through, through, I'll say, I'm not gonna say failures, but through difficulties, we'll say. Um, and so I'm going to walk through a lot of those stories in the book, whether people read them or not. It's really different when you are listening to the author tell the story and then, and then have an application of the story. So, for example, in Chapter 10 of Overdeliver, it's called Playing the Long Game. And I have all these things of ways that you can just make yourself be noticed more without I, I start the chapter. I said I hate the word networking. I think networking is so overused, but I, I'm my 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 philosophy is you contribute to connect, just like mm -hmm. we were talking about before in a mastermind. Right. So basically, I'm going to go through like in that. So in that chapter in particular, there are all these things that I've done that were all about ways that I made a contribution to a group, where I made a contribution to um, um, people in my online family and created an event, all of that kind of stuff. And I'm, we're going to have homework in the boot camp because that's why it's a boot camp and it's not a seminar. Boot camp, there won't be any obstacle courses in this boot camp or anything like that. But I really believe that to make the book a utility, we need to have assignments, homework. How are you going to adapt some of these things uh, into your business and into your life? So, and it's a quick sprint through the book. It's, it's, um, it's seven calls over two weeks. Um, yep. They'll be recorded. There'll be a temporary Facebook group set up so people can communicate with each other. Um, I'm charging very little for it. It's like $197. Um, it's um, and yeah, so it's going to be like seven calls over two weeks. Uh, and I have basically multiple chapters and concepts in each call. Yeah, uh, interactive. Um, the last call will have a Q and A ask me anything, maybe even a hot seat or two, going over some of the homework assignments that people either didn't get to or felt that they weren't useful or they would have been more useful had they used a different example. So there'll yeah. be a lot of really interesting exercises that I'll walk people through. And it's basically, you know, I wrote the book. I, I'm proud of it. Although I find when I read it now and I read sections of it, I cringe because mm -hmm. I, 
if I, I could rewrite the whole book much better because sure. you always can. Um, yeah. And, but besides that, I, I think there's a lot in the book that is applicable to anybody in, in especially in direct response marketing who yep. wants to, and, and the subtitle of the book is, you know, build a business for a lifetime, playing the long game in direct response marketing, build yep. a business. You, building right. a business is not a promotion. It's not a product. You know, it's not, it's not going on Shark Tank with a product, even though you can make millions and millions of dollars, but yeah. building a business um, and, and, and then playing the long game, which we've yep. talked about. Just the way we, you and I deal with our audiences, our families. It's a long game. It's not, it's not a short game. And, you know, I, in fact, chapter 10, which is playing the long game, I, I think I have a quote from my, my mentor, Marty Edelston, who was the founder of Boardroom, where I worked for 34 years. And I just have a quote. It says, life is long, Marty Edelson. Mm -hmm. And what that means is that Marty, you know, he died at 83, and that was a long life for him. But he basically says life is long because it's the only one you have. And you only go through it once, so you might as well be the world's best. So yeah. the Overdeliver Bootcamp is a way, one of many ways uh, marketers and, and entrepreneurs can become the world's best in what they do. And yep. this will be the first one. I hope we'll, hopefully it won't be the last one, but I'm, I'm excited about it. I just was going through the slides this morning and yep. I think it'll be, uh, I think it'll be really, in, I, hopefully it'll be engaging, interactive. Um, and again, uh, turning the book into a utility is the key. And the launch, the launch date for the bootcamp is what date? So the first call will be on uh, Tuesday, June 20th uh, Tuesday, at June 20th. 11 a.m. Eastern time, U.S. Eastern time. Yep. Um, and then there are calls. Um, there are two other calls that week. And then the following week, there are actually there are only six calls. I thought there were seven. So it's six calls over two weeks. Yep. Uh, we'll try to keep them to an hour. There'll be one call that'll be two hours. Um, and uh, they'll all be recorded, so you, you don't have to make every one to yep. get the most out of the boot camp. And, and um, in, case, in case you missed it, Brian said this is going to cost $197. So I don't know if anybody said it to you, Brian, in your mastermind groups or anywhere else, but you're not charging enough for it, but that's another thing. But well, the, it, the mastermind is, 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 is $1,800 a year. Well, the Titans um, mastermind is but yeah, 197 bucks for uh, six phone calls, homework, feedback, hot seats, everything that you're over delivering on this thing. It, it's such a no brainer. So my advice for you, I, I want everybody who's listening or watching right now, if it's prior to uh, June 20th of 2023, pull out your pencil, I'm going to give you two links. Uh, easy to remember, but write them down. The first link is overdeliverbootcamp.com. Overdeliverbootcamp.com. All one word, mushed together. Overdeliverbootcamp.com. And that is going to be the link to sign up for the bootcamp. $197. You. you don't have to attend everyone. Recordings. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> I mean, And you'll meet some friends for life, too. Even though <laughs> intentionally... We take the temporary Facebook group down a few weeks after the boot camp. Yeah. We give people an opportunity to exchange information. So you're gonna make you'll make you'll make marketing friends for life, and they're all yeah. coming from my online family, Tom's online family here. Anybody who promotes it, 
So you're going to make friends and resources and contacts for yep. the rest of your career. That's a bonus yep. on top of everything else. Yeah, exactly. The other link is for the Titans Accelerator Mastermind. And here's what I recommend. If you, I mean, if you love what Brian said and you already know, oh man, I want to hang out with this guy two, three times a month and be part of this mastermind, go straight into it. But you, what you also can do is invest that $197 in Over Deliver Bootcamp and give it a taste, get to know Brian. And then you'll know after you do that, whether Titans is for you. But yeah, because they are, they are they are set up similarly. Um, yeah. So yeah they are and it's a slightly larger investment but i've been doing it now for what three years brian yeah, i think something yeah. like that and and i just renewed and i love it and that's why i made a url for this that to get you to titans and the the sales page to sign up for titans go to tom loves titans.com tom loves titans.com and in you'll go Wait until after the boot camp if you're so inclined. If you're already fired up, go to TomLovesTitans.com and you know, join Brian's online family. Brian, yeah, any and parting? Join, and and yeah. you'll you'll be there with Tom. So if they're already Indeed. in Tom's family, you'll find out Tom's extended family in Titans Accelerator too. Exactly. Yeah, my cousins and second cousins, yeah, all your cousins third cousins, <laughs> all my cousins. Brian, any parting thoughts? No, I, I just, I thank you so much for um, just chatting on this. I mean, you've just been a great, a great member. I, I did a, I did a testimonial for your daily emails because I, when the, on that call with Ben Settle, I was sort of, I was sort of reprimanded by both Tom and Ben who send out daily emails. <laughs> I sent out a weekly blog email and I sent it a second time to unopens. Um, and that was a big step for me. And um, the thing is, it's like, I, when I think Tom and Ben in particular, though, those, the two of you are, are, I'm not going to say better, I guess you're better equipped to write a daily email than I am. Cause I'd rather, I'd rather put my heart and soul into like a lengthy yeah. concept, concept driven e uh, email. Um, not to say that I'm going to always do it that way. But the idea of a of a quick thought email every day is such an amazing concept. And you know what? Um, and the 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 I guess the 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 truth the truth comes out in that you're not just in open rates. I mean, Ben is a big proponent of open rates are overrated. It's it's more about my phone's ringing. That, that that's like a live. Uh, oh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that. That's what happens with a live podcast. Of course. My phone yeah. Um, so, you know, it's it's um, the idea that um, you have something to say every day is amazing. And the fact that open rates are overrated, but engagement rates are not. And I yeah. know you engage with your with your um, with your subscribers all the time. Ben also. And then you tell stories about how you engage. I, I did one uh, this week. It was a LinkedIn thing that I engaged with somebody, but the engagement yields engagement. Like it's, yeah. it's like, and, and so, yeah, in any, anybody who tells you that open rates are the ultimate metric in email marketing doesn't know what they're talking about. Amen. Um, it's Amen. all about how the, how you engage, how people engage with you, that you yeah. respond 
with personal emails once in a while and not just autoresponders. Um, it's, uh, and, and you've got that mastered. So uh, ah, I, was, I was pleased to do that testimonial because it's, um, you know, you're really great at it and, uh, and, and you're in the Ben Settle, um, you know, mode of doing that and in different styles completely, as we already discussed. Yeah. Yeah, well, thank, so thank you for you that. For having by me. the really way, by the way, that reprimand was very gentle, and I'm not in the mode of telling people that uh, they have to do a daily. I never do that. Whatever, either. whatever works. Um, I will tell somebody who's doing monthly or, God forbid, quarterly emails. No, you gotta no. send more. But if you're doing weekly, or in your case, twice weekly, that's a that's a good frequency to engage your list. You you could do more, uh, but you're in a good place. And the emails that you write, I think you can sign up at briankurtz.net. Is that, yes. is that right, Brian? Yeah, yes. briankurtz.net. Uh, those emails are beautiful and they are long. And I enjoy setting aside time on the weekends where I can really put some time into sitting on the sofa, sitting outside in the summertime <laughs> and reading both of them in one sitting, which is Thank a common you. practice. That's why they um, they come out at six o'clock a.m. every Sunday morning, Eastern yep. time. Yeah, exactly. So Brian Kurtz, thank you so, thank so you, much. Tom for for inviting me into your family building a beautiful family sharing so much consistently over delivering and uh i uh, i i so look forward to the boot camp so look forward to the next titans mastermind meeting and i'll see you down the road okay thanks tom Thanks. And to all of you who are listening or watching, if you've liked what you've heard, go to Apple or Spotify, wherever you get your favorite podcast, please give it five stars so that people who, who haven't heard will get the word and will will tune in and, and get some of this magic that we're trying to share. Also go to Story Power Marketing, click to get Tom's daily emails and Definitely. click on the resources tab to get uh, the free video training, the download about five Hall of Fame ads and what you can learn from them and other resources, or reach out to me on LinkedIn or by email. I do answer those exchanges. So reach out to me. Brian, thanks again. We'll see everybody down the road. See ya. For listening to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. If you liked what you heard today, visit storypowermarketing.com slash resources, where you can sign up for Tom's entertaining, informative, must-read emails, download free business building resources, and discover other opportunities to help you harness the power of storytelling. That's storypowermarketing.com slash resources to help you captivate prospects, inspire them to act, and grow your business with greater ease and joy. Also, please remember to subscribe to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.